from the F3 Nation podcast studio. I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This is the COT Podcast. Connecting the packs of F3 Nation through fitness, fellowship, and faith. I'm Sean McKinley, 40 Denali. 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 Package. 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 Like, don't act like you're not hitting the spin, hitting, hitting them records, spinning every time that happens. The ones and twos? The ones and the twos, the threes and the fours. The ones and twos on this show, none other than your boy, Hello Kitty, and my trusty steed, <laughs> Jamie Vance Roseboro. Coming at you your castle of a steed, my lady. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, my friend, here we hmm. sit on Monday, recording November the second, and uh, not much happening today, tomorrow. So we figure we just get this show slow news day, huh? Knocked out. How you feeling, big dog? Feeling great, man. Got out this morning. It was a brisk, like thirty-seven, I think, at the yeah. house when I left. I know Omaha, the boys Omaha's across, like nothing, no out big deal. In, you know, the Midwest, Upper Midwest, out west, whatever. This is Carrie. Um, 37 is nothing to sniff that mm-hmm. felt great. Had a good cue, did a lot of hill work, which was fun, but, um, no, I'm feeling good. Feeling good. energized for a Monday before a small election. Tomorrow. Yep. Yep. In my excitement to get the show started, not much of a great introduction to welcome the men of F3 nation into what is another episode of the mm-hmm. circle of trust podcast, the week of November the 2nd. And as you mentioned, is a federal election is that t- that's tomorrow federal all the way from the top <laughs> way down the ballot manana um, regardless of what happens tomorrow or the day after that or the 15 to 16 days after that or however long it'll take to know there's a bond referendum up. that i am particularly <laughs> curt about i'm sure you are <laughs> Uh, we know that the men of F3 Nation uh, will prevail and will continue to clear the path and light the way. And so uh, it is good to hear your voice, my friend, and uh, glad you got up and got after it. Uh, excited for this week and uh, riding some momentum from last week that mm-hmm. had just put some wind in the sails over uh, the weekend. And so the biggest news item of the week this week was just the way these men rallied last week with a give to give campaign deadline in our sights. And I'm going to level with you, Jamie. I'm going to level with you. It was a flood. I'm going to level with you. Level with me. A week ago, you're eyeballing this $200,000 gold arrays for the F3 Nation Foundation, which is a nonprofit arm that ultimately is going to take dollars in and then distribute back out to the PACs to have impacts in their community. And man, I felt like we were sitting on 60, 70, 80K. And then the men of F3 just came like gangbusters at the end of last week. And at last check, and this is the digital online fundraising mechanism. So it's got some hard checks folded in there, but we're still waiting on some 
corporate matches we're talking I've about. I've heard about these matches right? that we are TBD. Yes, TB Dizzle. We're at 190000 bucks <laughs> raised, which is just incredible. That is that is phenomenal considering a season of giving typically happens in the fall and a lot of guys and their M's and families are, are spread out doing yeah. many different types of, of ministry, many different types of, of, of giving and resources. And so for us to be able to come to 190 K in 31 days of, of give to give and yeah. different challenges, trying to get people to, to get involved, uh, just, you know, it's a true testament to what we already know to be true, which is, the hymn of F3 Nation always rise to the occasion. That's right. Always rise to the occasion. Always live third. Always give it away. And believe me when I say, uh, do not take it for granted every single dollar to date that has been raised. And know that the foundation is setting up uh, to really go out and do big things. Thus, putting a board of directors involved. Thus going out with the goal of hiring an executive director that can then do this work in the future. So then all you men have to do is say, here's what we want to do locally. Go to the foundation. Yep. We've got some funds for that. That is mm -hmm. the plan moving forward. We went full telethon mode on Friday on the Facebook live. And, yeah. Uh, had guys checking in from around the country. So it channeled my inner Jerry Lewis, I think. Uh, to do that, Jerry. Have you kids. ever done a telethon in any of your on-camera? I've only ever in the back? I've hosted a small town parade, the <laughs> Razzle Dazzle Good Time Parade for the Decatur Celebration, but never a telethon. So first attempt at a sounds telethon. like an SNL skit. <laughs> Tell me <laughs> the Razzle. So Helmet and I, uh, if you guys missed it, head to the F3 Nation Facebook page. You can rewatch. And probably the best part for me, obviously doing it, having an incredible impact and watching these donations come in and Dread came in at the very end and just said some awesome words and, and uh, you know, and, and that was really neat. But then I went back and watched all the Facebook comments I couldn't see in real time. <laughs> yeah. And a uh, lot of jabs at your boy. Luckily got, got thick skin. I hope. <laughs> uh, but, I haven't looked at the comments. I need to go back great. and do that myself. Oh, the, comment, the comments are like, how much hair product was harmed in the process of this? Between yeah, I saw something about a hair, us, hair uh, helmet. I thought I saw something that, about it. A lot of that stuff, but really just a cool day. And, you know, while we were, you know, on the air, uh, I think we saw somewhere between seven or eight grand come in. So just uh, thankful for you men for participating for Crotch Rocket and the foundation team for stepping up and, and just great work guys to, uh, to really help close that gap. Now, one guy that was able to help close that gap in a big way comes out of F3 Kansas City. And we talked about this last week, this effort that our brother Seabass was going to take on. And he thought, you know what? Here's what I want to do to help in the Give to Give campaign. Obviously, we can donate, but he wanted to put it on the line a little bit. And so Seabass joins us on the COT hotline. Bass, good morning, my brother. Man, can you hear me okay? We can, yes, loud and clear. Uh, How are you doing, man? I'm doing great. Pleasure to be here. I would be remiss if I didn't ask Rapido how his squats are doing. Squats are uh, still getting better than they were in uh, Louisville. I don't have to do them in front of 95 other people, but um, they're getting better. They're getting lower. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Sounds like that was a loaded question there, Bass. Um, yeah, Bass yelled at me in Louisville for not being low enough under my ruck plate at one point and then well, brought me out for a demonstration. I, I Bass, you'll appreciate this. Uh, and I don't know if you have the pleasure of meeting uh, F3 Bartman out of the Carpex region. Uh, did he make the trip to Louisville with you guys? 
He did. Part of that? He did, Mm -hmm. right? So Bartman notoriously, when he's queuing and calling reps, hits the men with, you know, with the go ruck or grow ruck rep count. So it'll be like one, two, 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 get lower. Oh, yeah. Two. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Always great. He loves that. That's a a classic Bartman. I love it. So, Seabash, you're dialing in from Kansas City. Um, uh, Tell the guys what your plan was, and and, uh, we'll get to how it all actually went down. But what was your plan going into this final push for the Give to Give? Sure. So I am dialed in from KC here. Um, The original plan was kind of hastily put together. Um, I was actually kind of personally battling with some kind of inner frustrations and wanted Mm -hmm. to kind of reset myself. And I thought, you know what, Um, I'm going to go do, I'm going to see how far I can ruck in 24 hours. I kind of got to thinking and pondering on it more. And I thought, you know, let's turn this into a, a fundraiser for the give to give because it was very energizing to be able to go um, you know, be a cadre down there in Louisville. And when you're around, when you travel from one region to the other and see other packs, it's very um, energizing. And so, you know, at the heart of what we're trying to do, if you think about actually affect your community, mm-hmm. uh, what the foundation is trying to do is, in, is extremely important and extremely beneficial to all of us. And so I just kind of on a whim on like a Monday was talking to the M and I thought, you know, on Thursday, I'm going to go try to do this 24 hour ruck. I had to check the kid's schedule. I was signed up to do a half marathon on Sunday, which I ran yesterday. So I just quickly put it together, sent an email out to work, checked with our Nantan and the packs here. And I said, look guys, I'm going to go ruck for 24 hours. I think I can get a hundred miles. Let's just see who can donate Mm -hmm. anything, you know, ounces make pounds, pennies, dollars, whatever. And maybe we'll get some money raised, uh, you know, for the foundation. So that was, the ultimate goal was to sort of try to reset myself and then to also ultimately raise some dollars. So as you get into this, you get hit with uh, an obstacle and a hurdle. So what happened and how'd you prevail? That's right. So I set off from my house and, you know, unbeknownst to me, it was really cool in classic F3 fashion. A lot of the packs wanted to walk with me along the way, which at first I was hesitant to, Um, but I really had to check myself and I was like, all right, anybody wants to join me, join me. So I went out pretty hot. Uh, I started about eight o'clock at night and at about mile 20, um, numerous packs, well, about three or four packs had joined me. Mm -hmm. It was really cool. We had another packs rotating people in cars out to find me. Um, I did my lower body started shutting down. I had a pretty swollen ankle. Uh, my right leg just wouldn't move. And it, it was really weird. I know myself through ranger school and through really pushing myself. Mm-hmm. I know, I know how to push myself, but this was something different. And I was getting very, very angry because I knew it was something different. So as we're walking, I looked to the three or the four packs with me and I was like, guys, something, something's wrong. And I was just almost in tears. And I said, I, I think I got to stop. And it was a, a great moment of candor for those guys to say, Hey, you, you know, you need to stop. Yeah. Right. Right. So, 22 miles in, I mean, almost rucking a marathon at this point, uh, still pretty damn good uh, and not a bad break point. But I'm led to believe that it didn't stop there, even with those uh, obstacles in your way. So what do the guys around you do next? That's right. And I mean, not only was I mad at myself, but I'm, I'm doing the math in my head. I know about how much dollar a mile commitment I have. And now I'm even pissed because I'm right. I want something big. You know, I want us to be mm-hmm. not only F3KC, but the foundation, everybody, you know, first to be extravagant givers, right? So um, K 
Cupid and a couple of the guys that were there with me, one of them drove me home and I, I came in almost with my limped up the stairs and told the M like, what a disaster. What it just, this is a debacle. And next thing I know, kind of through the night, I'm getting texts or getting hit up on Slack. Um, very much unbeknownst to me, all of the KC packs, uh, wherever they were at work or home, they just start grabbing rucks. They just kept going. And they just start posting pictures of themselves rucking in circles, rucking with their kids. One of, me, uh, one of our KC packs even went and started where I stopped. And so I'm kind of half awake and watching this through the day. I mean, we had guys rucking who have no business rucking in the sense that they've got bad backs, bad right. knees. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I was in tears all day long watching this going from, uh, you know, the emotions were significant going from feeling like I really have let myself down and these guys down and the foundation down. Like what, what a debacle, 22 freaking miles, big whoop. Right. And next thing I know, these guys are just all out there reporting their miles. And we ended up with right about 160 miles. Damn. Uh, some guys did 10 more. Some guys did two, some guys did three. And so, uh, the response of the Casey packs really took this to a level um, that was humbling in the sense of shame on me for trying to make this, let's see how far sea bass can ruck. And it turned it into, no, let's all go ruck. Um, yep. And as I think uh, one packs pointed out, we may have actually raised more money because I only did 22 miles and people wanted to give to the concept of, Hey, a bunch of guys pick, pick somebody up. Then, one idiot went out and tried to ruck on. It's incredible, him. man. I mean, a true, true picking up the six. All right, two quick follow-ups before we let you go. What a powerful story, man, how your guys stepped up in that moment. How much did we end up raising? Uh, well, I'm looking at the thing right now. I think we're at like 6,600. Uh, we should come in two or 3,000 more than that. We ha I have a corporate match for my company uh, nice. that's coming in. So we, we should be – Higher than that, we are ahead of Bono, which is really all that matters. That's all that really matters. You're well, we hundred percent Carpex. He called out Carpex, and we left him in the dust just because yeah. simply Bono called us out. But I am staring at Carpex uh, in fifth place. So uh, while we are uh, not that competitive in KC, we should all be pretty competitive about being extravagant givers. So it's right. it's cool to see that kind of money raised in a short amount of time. Well, yeah, right. I mean, I was going to say it, it's an amazing accomplishment nonetheless. But the fact that you conceptualize this thing and execute it in about three to four days and then what happened happened and yet you just blew it out of the water with with the support of the the entire region there so that's just i mean that's what f3 does that's awesome to hear i, I wish i could tell you guys, you guys i was surprised to hear that this is the way it went down but quite frankly i mean this is what we've come accustomed to at this point is these yeah. guys stepping up in these moments uh, and doing that. Seabass, brother, thank you so much for, for putting it out there, for being willing to share your story. For uh, I know having a big piece of humble pie, I'm sure it wasn't great, but then you get to wash it down by watching your brothers go out and do what they did, which, uh, you know, just impressive, man. And so on behalf of the nation, thanks for spearheading it and, and send all of our best to the men of KC for just crushing that thing and, and really kicking ass in a moment of need. Uh, I will, and I'll pass it on to the packs here, and it's really just a testament to the to BlizzTex and uh, FUD, the Nantans here, and all the leaders here who've uh, built a culture that's easy to follow. So great job, everybody. All right, brother. Awesome. Be good. Catch up with you down the road. All right, we'll Thanks. talk to you soon, guys. See you, man. Thanks, Seabass. All right, bye. That was F3 Seabass out of Kansas City. You're listening to the COT Podcast with your boy, Hello Kitty, and Rapido. What a story, dude. What a yes. story. 
That's awesome. I mean, I, you know, the funny word awesome, but I, yeah. you know, just to think that no, I'm in awe all right, of what this, happened. this, this happened in the middle of the, you know, middle 22 miles in and all of a sudden just packs coming out of the woodwork to uh, keep it moving forward. Yep. Just forward yep. progress. That's just, I love it. So that's amazing from a CSOP standpoint, from a Haida CSOP standpoint, we had what the yes. boys are doing in Greensboro over the weekend. If you caught wind of this, and if you were after they were, you probably didn't want to be downwind of these fellas. Uh, this this pepper challenge, right? Did you see it's, the video of Honey it, Haha? It looked it looked gut wrenching, but the guys got a steel gut, and so Tommy Boy called us with an update to let us know how the pepper. Challenge oh, they did went call. For the, yeah, yes, they're all right. Give. Can't wait. So let, let's send it over to Greensboro. Thanks for bird dogging them boys on Twitter. This morning, so let's send it over to uh, to Tommy Boy to get an update on what just looked like a completely crazy uh, thing that they did for the Give to Give this weekend. Hey there, Podpackers. This is Tommy Boy calling in from F3 Greensboro. Big shout out to the guys across the nation that participated in the Give to Give campaign, specifically those that took on the first ever Deuces Are Wild Challenge. This was uh, five miles of running or rucking stopping at each mile and consuming an exponentially hotter chili pepper, starting with a red bell pepper, then a jalapeno, then a serrano, a habanero, and ending with the pain of all pain, a Carolina Reaper. Uh, those are coming out of uh, the boys down in Rock Hill in South Kakalaki. So uh, I'd say thank you, but they were a nightmare. Uh, I know that F3 Greensboro raised about 1800 bucks on our page alone, plus whatever the packs donated via texting and so on and so forth. So let's just call it a $2,000 uh, foundation raise, and we're excited about that. Also wanted to uh, give credit to the guys who jumped in and participated not only in uh, in Suncoast, but specifically to Big Bird down in F3 Jacksonville. I feel your pain, my brother. Uh, also probably want to take credit for the fact that the stock prices jumped for Charmin, Pepto-Bismol, and Tux medicated <laughs> pads. You guys made a big impact. I also wanted to end by encouraging all regions to contribute to the F3 Foundation as well as get involved in some sort of CSOP event in 2021. Because uh, when life uh, sifter starts to shake, the guys you suffer alongside in the gloom are the ones you know you can call on for support. Iron sharpens iron. Be good, fellas. Tommy Boy out. Nice. Man. Nice. He had, so, did you see the video cool. on Twitter? I mean, he takes. I was, I was crying laughing. I was the, crying watching. The ghost this. pepper, and he's doing a wall sit. He's doing a wall sit. It's look, this look, tastes like what evil is. That's right. It was just, that's right. It was beautiful. It's a beautiful oh, moment. Man, but you know Thank what? Thank him for his See, leadership. It, it's coming up with creative <laughs> ways uh, to uh, to build something bigger than yourself, man, which is really uh, pretty cool. So, Time Boy, thanks for the update on that. You know, I got to think, after all that pepper-eating, running, fundraising, um, just what's next? What are these guys going to do next? You just sit back and, and watch and see. Yeah. I just, I don't know that there's any bounds on the imagination of, of the packs to come up with any variant of a CSOP idea. That's just going to be, okay, that's going to be terrible. What, what time do we start? Or what when are we doing do we this? Start? <laughs> uh, I did see, speaking of crazy CSOPs coming, uh, this is happening late November. I can't remember who posted it and I'm sorry for the guys that did and we'll go back and find it, but run a mile do murder bunnies for a mile and then run a mile. That's a, that's a challenge. It's I out saw it now. too. I just, I think it's somewhere in South Carolina. Maybe? I was no. thinking about uh, a lap, a lap of murder bunnies in my brain. I'm like, okay, watching myself physically get around a track once 
to do that, let alone four times, sounds terrible. But again, no, it's I, like, well, when do we try it? I mean, I just I fathoming that on a yeah on a on a four lap track or you've got yeah. a mile of a road or a field. These guys are nuts. These guys yeah. are nuts. That's gonna take a while. Let's take a quick break. Let's uh, check in with Bones. Bones is talking about electrolytes because this came from a PAX submitted question. Said, hey, guys, emailed us. Mm -hmm. Hey, guys, I'd love to hear Bones talk about electrolytes. So uh, breaking news into the COT studio. You want to get a hold of us on the email? We get a brand new email address for you guys. Yeah, we do. COT at F3Nation.com. Or you can always call us on the COT hotline, 844 for COT packs and bones is talking electrolytes with this week's health tip. Hello, COT podcast. It's another great day for wellness. This is bones with a health tip for the packs of F3 nation. Should you use electrolytes after posting in the gloom? And is it necessary to use electrolytes during long distance rucking? This was a question posted by a PAX member this past week and is one that is often brought up. Electrolytes are minerals in your body that have an electric charge and are important because they balance the amount of water you have in your body, move nutrients into your cells, and make sure that your nerves, muscles, heart, and brain work the way they should. Sodium, calcium, potassium, chloride, phosphate, and magnesium are all electrolytes and you primarily get them from the foods that you eat and the fluids you drink. Proper electrolyte balance is crucial for good health and is maintained by proper hydration. When we lose water due to sweat, vomiting, or diarrhea, our electrolytes are depleted and the need to replenish them arises. So, do you need to drink an electrolyte-rich beverage after posting in the gloom? Well, it depends. If you are someone who is drinking proper amounts of water and eating a relatively healthy diet, chances are that you don't. Exceptions to this would include extreme heat or length of time causing unusual amounts of sweat, fatigue, or dizziness. Another common symptom of electrolyte imbalance is cramping, although this could simply be dehydration and an electrolyte drink is not necessary. The simplest way of adding electrolytes back in after a good sweat is to sprinkle some Himalayan sea salt in a glass of water. Another great option is to drink coconut water. Be wary of sports drinks, however, as they contain lots of calories, sugars, and artificial flavors. Now, if you're involved in a seesop, a 200-mile relay, or a grow ruck event, then adding some electrolytes back in may prove to be beneficial. Again, quality matters, so sticking with products made with natural ingredients and void of sugars is the way to go. There are several tablet and powder options available on the market. The key to good electrolyte balance is drinking plenty of water and eating a healthy diet. If you do this, then the chances are simply posting the gloom will not require you to add any additional electrolytes back in. Instead, save the electrolyte drinks for those crazy, stupid, and utterly pointless moments. So Pax, do you have a health question you'd like me to address? Give the COT hotline a call and I'll make sure to include it on an upcoming podcast. Kitty and Rapido, keep up the great work, men. This has been Bones guiding the packs of F3 Nation on their hunt for wellness. Gotta go. He does our job for us, telling him to drop us lines. What a man. It's too, it's too man. easy. Yeah. And you know what's interesting to me about that, too, is what I find fascinating every time we do these bigger events and everybody's around talking about hydration and fuel and all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. I think it's pretty interesting that 
just how different everybody is when it comes to what works for them. Right. Yep. I mean, yep. The old adage is very true. Like don't do something on race day that you didn't use during That's training. Right. Don't That's right. introduce anything new. But you know, for me, um, I'm like, let's say a, a, a grow ruck event or a go ruck event along, you know, a, a 12, 12 plus hours, 15 plus hours, 20 hours. I'm a, I'm a water nun tabs jerky and like sport beans kind of right. guy. Right. And that's all. And I don't that's want the goo. I don't want the goose. I don't want a lot of the other stuff that the guys got. Naturally, they called the stuff Gatorade. Gatorade. And but you, you know, could have totally opposite needs, and it work swimmingly for you. It's just yeah, it's Skittle, incredible. Skittles to me. and seven Budweisers. I'm good to go. Damn right. Well, you don't have to pay me to drink a Budweiser. <laughs> yes, sir. You yes. Said. <laughs> yes, sir. No, but you're exactly right. And you know, like I even got uh, turned on to these liquid or. Is that what they're called? Liquid IVs? Uh, Highlighter, you know, gave me one during BRR. Mm -hmm. It was incredible. And so, but that's, that's like a high intensity level kind of, you know, drink I want to take in for something along those lines. Um, But, but I hear you on that and you got to know what works. Some people, those goos jack their stomachs up or those noon tablets with that little bit of, you know, carbonated kick that it adds to it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And I like that. See, that's what's what's true. No, I love them. I love them. I'm a fan. But yeah, well. you got to be careful with the, with the sugars. You got to be careful with, um, that's the problem with, with the Gatorade and, stuff, man. Like, yeah. And we've come so far in the, in the, uh, world of, you know, sports nutrition again with the noons, the IVs, oh, it's all overwhelming. these different things. It's overwhelming, but you can also cut through a lot of the crap that's in some of those other sports drinks that are just, they taste good and they're sugary. And there's a reason why my kids want to drink them all the time. Yeah. You know? And so, and that's just good. Good. Well, I think what's, from what's also pretty impressive is even as a grown, grown men, when we do big sea sops, like we just did the odyssey last weekend, you know, one of the highlights that everybody grabs and it from the sag wagon are orange slices, just like Heck you yeah. had on the yeah, sideline when you were 10 years old. Right. <laughs> I know uh, I was out there kicking goals for the wombats again. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Bats. Oh man, good stuff. Let's get to a couple of uh, him doing him stuff reports. Uh, a clap and a tea clap uh, for our show here today, and we've got a great him doing him stuff report coming to us from the left coast. Gobbler talking about some expansion in Washington. Washington, big things happen out there. Let's go out west. What's up, hello, Cooper Rapido? This is Gobbler coming to you from the west coast. I got a him doing him stuff and a quick announcement that's related to that. I want to do a shout-out to Rat from Charleston, South Carolina. He came out here a couple months ago, and he EH'd some guys over in the small town of Bonnie Lake, Washington. And through that effort of EHing his family out there, we are getting ready to launch the first AO in Bonnie Lake, Washington. It is, they've been meeting for Mondays and Thursdays, and we're launching Saturdays this coming week. So if you know anybody that lives out in Bonnie Lake, Washington, Sumner, Buckley, that whole area over there in the shadow of Mount Lanier, you get up there and you tell them to post to Bonnie Lake High School at 07 o'clock this Saturday. I'll be there to help launch that AO. This is Gobbler, and I'm out. I got to tell you this much. I need I need Bonnie Lake Washington to turn out for Al Donnelly in a big way. This now, I don't know how they do things up in Buckley Town, but down Buckley here we are protective of I other drivers it. on the road. I knew. You. So as I was hearing this, I put a note to myself, Buckley Town, and I'm like, Bonnie Lake Washington sounds exactly like uh, Al Donnelly's territory, and you got to get out there and you got to turn every vote counts. Every vote. <laughs> what the hell is that the- all about? Quiet back there. Wanted up in Buckley Town. <laughs> Banging horses. 
Anywho, I knew I knew my man across oh, the man. way would get Roads. that black sheep reference. You know, I love I love the movie Black Sheep the first time I saw it when it was called Tommy Boy, but it was also <laughs> equally good the second time around. Roads. Uh, funny, funny story. Quick aside on sure. Black it's all, Sheep. This whole thing's an aside. So the the incumbent that he's running against the the, yes. the governor, the lady, yes. who was also in. Um, the Beethoven dog movie. New Schwander's boss. I remember New Schwander was her aide. Anyway, her kid in the movie, little redheaded boy that's dancing with the the lady at one of the parties. Okay. Yeah. One of the, anyway, he, I went to high school with him. You did? Luke, Luke Dickinson, who also happens to be co-founder of Wicked Weed Brewing. What? Just, that was his know. big acting claim to fame. Oh, yeah. He was it's the governor's hilarious. kid. Yeah. Classic. True story. I got dibs on top, Unc. Okay. <laughs> Uh, here's Hello, a tab, but, Washington. <laughs> here's a tab, but I offered up as more of a praise, quite frankly. And this came out of F3 Fletch, a uh, real name, Tim Nicodemus. He's out of Charlotte. And he looked like he was standing on, I think, the swinging bridge out in the Blowing Rock area, if I grandfather mountain kind of area, if I had to guess based on what I saw. But he was in short sleeves. But his, I loved his message. He said, F3 is more than physical toughness. It's also about getting stronger mentally. When you put that F3 Nation logo on, you rep more than yourself. And so how about just a praise like for those that. words from Fletch and take that, take that to heart, man. You're walking around with that F3 on your chest. You know, people are going to want to know what that is. And uh, I just appreciate that. And he said, even when it's 35 degrees out, he was in short sleeves on that swinging bridge. So got to give you know, him some credit that, on that. That reminds me of something I, I used to think about early on in my F3 tenure when I was trying to transform myself. Mm -hmm. uh in 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 many ways and that putting that f3 sticker on the back of the truck was something similar to that where yeah. it was it was a it was a check on myself on my attitude towards stupid drivers but well, you better just, not you better not cut somebody off and throw a finger out the window with that f3nation.com on the back of your truck right it's just true where we are courting sponsorships Brian. you better not you better not go popping off on some a-hole in your community with that F3 Nation on your chest and not acting the way that you should be and setting the proper example, use it as a way to check yourself. Absolutely. That's Unless it was deserved. Piece. Well, listen, I mean, <laughs> oftentimes it is, but it's, uh, but I think you're right. I think that's his point, right? You know, when you put that thing on, you're repping more than yourself. This thing is bigger than, uh, than just us. We've got two you ever seen how? Oh, never mind. No, please. never mind. Focus. Please. Focus. It seems like you had something there, and I kept trucking along. <laughs> no, it's all right. I was just going to say, you ever seen how traffic will move out of an intersection when you rack an AK from this? <laughs> anyway, three T claps to get to before a quote worth repeat of, and we let these men go out and continue crushing their week. This come to us from the Low Country, South Carolina. Said sixteen Bluffton and Hilton Head Island packs converged for a seesaw in costume. Uh, at MOB to learn the tricks of carrying heavy loads for each other and then earn some treats while cheering on our brothers running their virtual Marine Corps marathon. I saw one costume that uh, had me feeling good, a man in the red, white, and blue looking strong. So good work by those nice. guys on a Halloween to get out and do that. And then uh, more coming out of Kansas City. These guys are just killing it on all Crushing fronts. It. Outside of crushing the give to give, they spread their third F wings and did some home improvement projects. And a little yard work for some hardworking single mom of four, who is a uh, Kansas City Fia strong. And so great work from those guys. And my brother, you've got a, uh, a, uh, a T-clap report from the men of uh, your home region, our home region of Carpex. 
for yeah. some third F work you did yesterday. So uh, what were you guys up to? Yeah, one of our main organizations that we support as a region is called The Carrying Place. And they they offer a wide array of services for members of our community in, in transitional phases and different phases in life with housing and, and other opportunities. And so one of the things we do every two weeks is we've got a third FAO called TCP Sawgrass, aptly named for the Carrying yep. Place Sawgrass. But we go around every two weeks and just beautify the exteriors. We we do all the quick, ex- right? I mean, it's yeah. long, I mean, it's we, trim, it's uh, in and out pretty yeah, quick. Yeah, it's, it's Moblo Go. Um, yep. And we can do, we have any number of packs sign up from seven to 25 and we can do it in 30 minutes to an hour. And then we do a little second F afterward usually. But yesterday we decided to. The, thus, it's, uh, it takes about 38 minutes, but usually it's about a two hour commit. On the, yeah, the ends are aware that it's a, it's, a, it's a two to two and a half hour commitment. <laughs> right. um, but yesterday we had some hymns step up here in the region, uh, Parker for sure. Um, and we organized a fall day of service essentially. And so we were going to be a little more intentional about doing some things at each of the properties. And we got a bunch of people to sign up. People brought out 2.0s and we've spread mulch. We trimmed bushes. We got basically placed the places ready for the winter, if you will. First, mm-hmm. first, uh, first good blow and, and rake of the, the leaves around and some uh, trimming bushes and doing the, doing the like beautifying these homes and these neighborhoods um, all in the name of, uh, of giving back. So T claps to to Parker for for spearheading that effort and getting the teams organized. And then um, there were site cues essentially at each of the homes that were leading the effort to organize their team and and spread mulch and pick up mulch and all the things that we did. So it was was a great Sunday afternoon. Started out a little rainy yesterday morning, but weather turned out nice. I know for a fact there is way more than that happening around the nation. Yep. And so, gentlemen, if it's not coming across our radar, send it our way. That new email address, cot at f3nation.com, and let us know what is happening in your home regions worthy of him doing him stuff and a tea clap, uh, or even things that you need us praying for, thinking about, you know, putting on the hearts of these men. It, we, we live to provide that to the nation. I know you live to drop a quote worth repeato. You just yeah. had the Rapido report on that last little segment there, which I liked a lot. That's a, that's a nice little uh, featurette. <laughs> like me. What do you got for us? Uh, since we are on the eve of uh, interesting times, I'll say. Um, Make sure to- if, you haven't, if you haven't voted yet, and boy, early voting in the great state of North Carolina, wildly popular. Been, uh, ton of people. I, I took advantage of it a couple weeks ago, but... Uh, if you're listening, if you if this show drops in and you listen to this before, or if you're listening to it on election day and you haven't voted yet, please get out and uh, and exercise your civic duty. Yeah, I'm a I'm a day of guy. I've got a small. Precinct. I usually am, but I bumped it up this year just. To I, I got a small a small fire station around the corner. I mean, you walk in there and it just it smells like fire trucks and canvas hoses and basically gnarly goats domain. Uh, yep. Aside from all the old ladies, but you know, I everybody does what's going to be convenient to them, right? The bottom line is you have exercised that right and that civic duty and that responsibility and yep. uh, you faithfully executed that. So in thinking about all the things that are constantly bombarding us from all uh, areas, from social media to news to conversations with colleagues or neighbors or buddies or whatever, I wanted us to sort of reset the button and, and think about mm-hmm. something. Um, and this is a quote from Marcus Aurelius. Never let the future disturb you. You will meet it if you have to with the same weapons of reason, which today arm you against the present. 
I'm going to need a re-rack. A re-rack. Incredibleness. Because I'm just taking that whole thing in. So, Anytime no, you come the, with the, Marcus Aurelius, then I start thinking about Maximus Decimus Meridius, and I'm like, we're about ready to get into it. Yeah, we're about ready to do something. Yeah. Uh, never let the future disturb you. Never let the future disturb you. So what's out there that you don't know is coming? You will meet it if you have to with the same weapons of reason which today arm you against the present. Boom. So stop, stop going down a wormhole thinking about all the things um, that you can't control. And don't let that consume your behavior today or even your decision-making today or tomorrow. Um, and in thinking about this, I hit you with another quote. Yeah, a, I mean, you kind of chopped it into a, just a, a quick sentence. A YHC special mm-hmm. is, let us not worry, brothers, for we are the prepared. For we are the prepared. That little bit every day, even if it's a little bit every day to get that blade a little bit sharper, to get that sling a little bit stronger, to get that heart pumping a little bit more, like even those little bits. Let me just make a little bit of progress on something today. That is what keeps you prepared for what inevitably is coming because we don't know what's coming. We don't know what's coming, but we sure the heck want a shot at one more. Want a shot at one more day, one more chance to wake up. If S hits the fan, you're going to take care of yourself and your family, and then you're going to be looked at by your community to take care of them. Yep. Maybe, maybe, maybe you won't have to. That's the that would be obviously the goal in times of craziness. Mm-hmm. But preparedness is where we all need to be. That's right. It is part of that continual uh, journey, my brother. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I tell you what. I think we've had a heck of a show. Yep. I'm going to grade us out at about a, a 94, 95% on today's show. Feeling good, feeling strong about it. Love Seabass's update, man. I'm so glad we got connected with him and yes. uh, glad he was able to bust your chops about those squats. That sounds like that story runs a little deeper. Yeah, we had a good time that night. <laughs> I loved it. Yep. Stuff Gentlemen, like that. I need, I need that calling out all the time. My M does it religiously, so well, it's all good. That, yeah. <laughs> I hear you, dude. I hear you. All right, man. I love you, brother. All right, man. Love you, too. Catch you later. See you, guys. This has been the COT Podcast, connecting the packs of F3 Nation to something bigger than themselves. Please rate and review the show and share it with your F3 brothers, friends, family, and sad clowns who might need a little F3 in their lives. Follow all things F3 on Twitter at F3 Nation and follow our show at F3COT Podcast. I'm Brian Jodis, 39. Hello, Kitty. And I'm Jamie Roseboro, 37. Rapido. And this has been the COT Podcast.